Good day, folks. My name is John, and I want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to the words and thoughts and considerations that I have this day. It has been a while. I have been very busy. I apologize immensely for not keeping up on this as much as I would like to have kept up with. I've had a lot of thoughts, a lot of plans, a lot of projects, and sometimes in life, well, sometimes in life you get a little distracted and you have to reprioritize that which you are doing and find those little nooks and crannies in order to accomplish the goals in which you have set forth to accomplish. I started to realize a number of things in these podcasts that one of the biggest issues that I have is that my voice that you hear is not necessarily the voice that I use. It's not necessarily the voice that I speak with. In fact, it is a different voice. It is a recording voice. It is a voice that seems to only come out on this medium. I don't entirely understand why. I would assume maybe because it has to do with the fact that I'm thinking more about what I'm saying, hoping that the words that come out are clear and concise, knowing that when it's been recorded and when it has been published, there's no going back. And so I'm a little bit stressed when I am recording these things. I'm a little bit concerned that the words that are coming out of my mouth are not as clear and concise as I would want them to be or hope them to be. This is something that I've had to really reconcile to get over, to be able to overcome, I guess you could say. However, as I do more and more of these, I find myself getting a little bit more confident, speaking in the normal tone, timbre, meter, method in which I normally do in real life. And these are just some of the things that have been on my mind as I've been doing these. I hope you can forgive me. I hope you can be patient with me. I hope that the words that I say, the thoughts and considerations that I have, meet with you clearly and concisely. I'm also adjusting some levels as I'm talking right now because I'm realizing that this was really, really quiet. So I apologize for that. We're going to try and fix that a little bit. We're going to kick up the volume just a wee bit. There we go. Hopefully you can hear me a little bit better now. Let's get right to it, shall we? Why are you here? That's an interesting question, isn't it? Why are you here? Why? Why do you care? And let's get a little bit deeper. Why are you in the church? In fact, why do you even want to be a Christian? Why would you bend your knee to a supposed Savior, a Messiah, an anointed one, a promised one? Why are you here? Why do you even care? Don't you know? Christians are bigoted, hateful, discriminatory. Why are you here? Why do you care to be here? Why do you seek out the Christian baker to make your cake? Why do you care that the Christian church denies you your marriage? Denies to marry you, I should say. Why do you care? You say you're looking for spirituality. You say you're looking for God. Why do you even waste your time going to the Christians? What do they have to offer you? 
salvation of do as thou wilt? Certainly not. They offer you meditation. Do they offer you any type of spiritual formation, drawing mandalas in the sand? Why are you wasting your time? You want spirituality? You want to feel good about yourself? Go to the church of Beyonce. It exists. You want to open up your chakras? You actually want to do something? Go find a Hindu temple. Why are you here? Why are you wasting our time? Why are you wasting your time? Why do you seek these things in this temple, in this place? Why do you care? What about it is Christian? What, what, what about Christianity is so appealing to you? You go, you feel good about yourself, I guess. It's because nothing is truly expected of you from these limp-wristed, mealy-mouthed, chestless churches. Is it because you can gather together with people and nothing of repentance or humility is expected of you? You sing some songs, you feel good about yourself, That's the case. I can think of a number of places to go that are far better to sing songs and feel even better about yourself than the church could even have you do or have you be or help you to be. Why are you here? Why do you care? What about it with Christianity is there? Christianity professes repentance of sins. Christianity uh, professes go out and sin no more. Christianity professes to bear your cross. To have faith in a Messiah. Why are you here? Do you come into the Lord's house of worship? As you are thinking that you can stay as you are? Well, maybe the keepers of that house have allowed such things to happen. Christians are backwards, silly folk, don't you know? Christians believe in a God who created the universe. Well, goodness gracious me, I could think of a number of religions that believe the same thing. Why are you here? Why do you set foot into the Lord's temple? into the Lord's house of worship? Why do you bother to read the Bible? Why are you here? I don't understand. Why do you come into the church in which I worship with the message of accept me as I am? God is love. If that's the case, Go be with the Hindus. They expect nothing of you, and I assure you, you will find much more spiritual formation in their temples. At least, apparent spiritual formation.
Is there something about the Christian modality, the Christian way that you find appealing? Is there something about that baker or that carpet cleaner that you find familiar? Maybe something of excellence that you see? I don't know. I don't get it. In fact, I can't imagine why anybody, anybody would want to be a Christian or associate themselves with Christians. Why? Christianity says, you can have a drink, but don't engage in drunkenness. Christianity says, you can have sex, just don't have sex with people who aren't your spouse. Christianity says, turn the other cheek. Christianity says, love your neighbors as you would want to be loved, and love the Lord your God with all of your heart, your might, and your soul. Christianity says, love your husbands and wives, second only to God, and above your children. Christianity talks about humility in suffering. Christianity promises that you will be persecuted. Why do you want to be with us? Why do you want to come in and say, I belong, accept me as I am, come as you are? I can think of a number of places much better suited for that. Why are you here? What about Christianity is so appealing to you, I ask? I want to know. Do you have this idea of what you want God to be? If that's the case, I can think of uh, the normal secular church to go to. You think God is a Santa Claus or a genie in a bottle? Think he's this magical person? I don't get it. I don't get it. If you want to be a Christian, then be a Christian. Sure, that's fine. That's good. But if you want to stay here, well, the Master tells us. The Master tells us that there are things that ought to be done. There are ways that ought be. You have to set aside your dirty robes and be bathed in the blood and grace of the lamb, even that is a barbaric ritual. Why would you want to be a part of this? Why would you want to set foot into such a place? Christianity is against drunkenness. 
Christianity is against idolatry. Christianity is against sexual immorality. Christianity supposes that there is one God that we ought to worship. Christianity acknowledges that there are many other false gods of worship. That we are only to worship and give our time, our efforts, and our monies, and our lives to one. Christianity professes faith. Professes salvation. Christianity professes having an understanding of what your sins are. Not to ignore or dismiss them, but to look at them and say, get behind me. I'm not going to engage and revel in you. I'm going to be aware that you're there. And I know that the wages of sin are death. But get behind me. I want nothing to do with you anymore. These are the things that Christianity professes. Why are you here? To be sure, all are welcome. But not everyone is welcome to stay. You have to put aside yourself. You have to put away those things that cause you to stumble and sin. We are not here to judge, ultimately, but we are here to hold one another accountable. And I don't understand the modality of people today. I don't understand why anybody would want to be a Christian in today's climate. In fact, I would advise more people to go somewhere else. What you're looking for won't be found here. An interesting message, isn't it? An interesting consideration. What you are looking for, or maybe what you think you are looking for, will not be found here. There is a culture in the church. There is a culture of people who saw it fit to change the nature of Christianity. They saw it fit to change it. They came up with a do as thou wilt theology. They tried to say, but a loving God? How could a loving God? How indeed? How could a loving God allow a lot of things and I say this, it is because we have created for ourselves a false idea of God. Your parents let you go out into the world to explore 
to see what is out there with re reasonable distance. When you were a child, did your mother and father, mother or father, allow you to hop on a bike when you were young and ride around the block? Those were your boundaries. And then as you got a little bit older, you were allowed to cross the street, maybe ride around on another block. And as you got a little bit older, maybe you could cross the main street. And then as you got older, well, bye, Mom. Bye, Dad. I'll be back in a couple hours. Where are you going? I'm just going out with some friends. And you hopped on your bike. And you went out, knowing full well that there were dangers in the, uh, in the world. Dangers. You could get hurt. Injured, hit by a car, you could fall down and get a skid knee. That's the way life works. How could your loving parents allow you to face such danger? Yet you were trained in the virtues and practice of discipline. Learning how to balance learning how to pedal, learning how to look both ways before crossing that street to ensure that there were no cars coming that would injure you. This is life. How could a loving God, how could your loving parents? Yes, God is loving, but God is a loving parent. And when you were created in the image and likeness of God, when you are made to be an inheritor of the kingdom of heaven, when you are made to become one with the Lord God, to join with him, there is a responsibility and understanding of what it means to be God. And you look around you today, you look at all of these people, you say you will allow a type of sin because it looks loving and fluffy and happy and warm feeling? Well, I tell you this, if you allow one sin, you allow all sins. I ask you, why do you want to be a Christian? And I ask the church, for we are all one, why are you allowing such things? Why are you turning a blind eye to one sin? That is not what we are to do. We are guilty. Guilty of chaos, guilty of disorder. If you allow permission for my sins you allow permission for all sins and you make Christ's sacrifice null and void it was said to me once that Noah's Ark was a very good metaphor for the church it is a dirty, disgusting, smelly place on the inside. 
full of sinners seeking help, seeking grace. Father, forgive me. But it is far better than being on the outside. It is far better being on the outside. So I ask you, if you are looking for solace, if you are looking for uh, solace, if you are looking for grace and mercy, why are you carrying those things that cause you to stumble? That cause you pain? Why are you bringing them with you inside? Do you not know that inside is where you find healing? That is why we are here. And I ask you, why do you want to be a Christian bringing with you all of those things that do not belong inside? Would you bring with you your sinful predilections into heaven? Which is the promise. Which is the promise and the hope of the Master. Sin cannot exist before the Lord. Chaos cannot exist in perfect order. And God hates sin. God hates chaos. And I ask you, knowing this, why are you here? Why would you bring the wages of sin, why would you bring death? And to the church, I ask you, why are you allowing death? This is not to say that every single day that I walk up, uh, I wake up, excuse me, that is not to say that every single day when I wake up, that the walk is easy. No, the walk is hard. The walk is difficult. I struggle. I struggle. I struggle not to look at so and so and think such and such. I struggle to put the fork or the drink down so that way I would not be gluttonous. I struggle to not take whatever small or great fortune has been handed to me, and squander it. I struggle. I struggle to be good. Now, if you want to struggle to be good, if you want to understand what it means to be a Christian, and if you wish to engage in temperance, to say, I have such and such predilection. Here I stand before you. Help me. Help me. If you want to recognize that the deeds and those darknesses lurking in your heart are something that need to be tamed and eradicated and told to get behind you, please, you're welcome. But I ask, why do you want to be here if all you want to do is bring yourself and stay as you are? I don't understand this. I can't reconcile this. 
Some might argue that Christ said, come as you are, sure. But if you're going to stay, let me wash your feet. Let me clean you up. So that way when you leave, you are better than what you were when you came in the door. This is the message of Christianity. But again I ask, why are you here? Why are you wasting your time? If all you want is silly spirituality, if all you want is nonsense to feel good about yourself, if all you want are these things, then I can think of a number of places, as I have stated. Please, by all means, go to them. I'm sure they will welcome you there. But unless there is something pulling you to Christianity, I strongly advise you and implore you Look around and ask, what is it that is so special, so brilliant, so wonderful about this place that you demand to be accepted there? Thank you for listening. I hope my words met you in kind. Hopefully I can start to keep these up a little bit more than I have been. Until next time, folks, I bid you good day and God bless.